0: Trigger warning, the podcast you're about to listen to may contain sexual and violent acts committed against men, women, and children. If such acts offend you in any way, please do not listen any further. This podcast was made for an audience of 18 years and older and contains mature and explicit content. Also, this podcast may also contain a high level of profanity, and explicit language. If such things offend you in any way, shape, or form, please do not listen to the podcast any further. This is your last trigger warning. If anything that I mentioned above offends you, please do not listen. Thank you. Warning. The cases that I talk about here are under the assumption that the individuals that are accused allegedly committed these crimes unless they have been convicted in court for the, tri- for the crimes that they have been charged with. This is by no means me making any kind of accusations whatsoever. I am simply commenting on news articles and stories that have been shared with me through individuals who may or may not have experienced these said stories. This is not fact. This is purely my opinion unless they have been through court and they have been convicted please understand that moving forward thank you hey everybody this is Jeremy with the Man Apart podcast this podcast covers rape and pedophilia cases as well as highlight organizations that make it their mission in this world to fight for children. I appreciate you clicking on to my podcast and listening to these episodes. I also have survivor interviews that I share as well, which can be very graphic and heavy, but as much needed to be heard in this day and age because, like a lot of people, I myself was not aware of how troubling and how deep this issue really was until I started hearing survivors and listening to the heinous and horrific things they went through. So thank you, for clicking on this podcast and listening to these stories while I know they're deep and disturbing we need to know what goes on with the victims and survivors and what they went through so that we can try to identify the problem and then we can figure out how to solve the problem my podcast is not for the light of heart it's not for the faint hearted at all it's not for anybody with a weak stomach these stories will change you mentally they will make you question your faith They will make you wonder why is it that the systems that are in place do not protect children and do not give justice to survivors. And that's what I want it to do. I want it to make you think. I want it to make you go and be curious enough to do the research as well. And to go out there and seek the answers and find the truth to all of this. Because somebody has to. I myself is just a man who was tired of seeing these babies being harmed. And from there... It grew, and I found out so many different traumas that I never knew existed. So thank you for joining me on this journey. Thank you for clicking on this episode. Thank you for supporting me. It does mean a lot, and it's much appreciated. And I'm glad to know that since I've started this journey, there are so many individuals out there that care about protecting children and helping survivors like I do. With that, here's the latest episode. Hey everybody, this is Jeremy with the Man apart podcast. This is going to be episode 52, titled I am livid. So, I have a couple of stories that I read and that I wanted to share, just a general rant today. And it's going to go a little out left out left field out there for y'all. Might go off the rails a little bit. I was very angry at the time of this recording. After reading a few different stories, and I'm just sharing my thoughts and opinion. I will say, though, that I do calm down later on, toward the end of the episode. I kind of make some corrections on some statements as well. Or, not really corrections, I'd say, but just letting people know how I feel. Sometimes we get angry in the moment, and we say some things, and then if there's no other added context to it, people can run wild with their opinions. So I didn't want anybody to run wild with any opinions that they didn't hear from me, right? The, the proper context and all. Uh, I learn as I go too. This is a journey. So, as we learn, we learn new things. Opinions can always, in my opinion, uh, are fluid and they need to be in order to learn and to properly evaluate certain situations and understand the problems. Because if we stay rigid in our beliefs, And never ever evolve or have any kind of fluidity whatsoever to them. It becomes an echo chamber that never ever promotes any kind of growth. So without further ado, here's my episode, here's my rant essentially. And uh, I hope you take something good out of it. That's my hope for it all I suppose. But yeah, this is what I have for y'all. So like I said, it's titled I Am Livid." And I was. Very much so. Here you go. So, you ever read any news articles or watch a news segment and you just get a case of the fucking red ass? You know, something that really just truly disturbs you? I did over the weekend and last week as well. I had a few of y'all actually send me an article that just pissed me the fuck off. I mean, I... Had to kind of go walk it off and just cool my head down because when I first saw that shit, I was hollering, cussing, and screaming. And here's what it was about. So in Quebec, Canada, (coughs) sorry, out there in Quebec, the cops arrested a group of pedophile hunters. Now... When you think of pedophile hunters, like cops arresting pedophile hunters, you want to assume that it's because they're going out there trying to kill pedophiles, right? No. No, not even close. This was a group of individuals who were going out there and baiting pedophiles online to meet at a a public location or secure location, film it, and put it on social media and out them to the fucking public. And then send the evidence for them to get arrested. Yeah, that's what they were doing. It was called uh, Creep Catchers. Now I've never seen them on YouTube or anywhere else on social media. I don't know much about them. I just know that uh, there's other channels out there, especially on YouTube. I'd listen to them, like uh, Skeeter Jean, who does stuff like like Chris Hansen style. I mean, he actually goes and introduces himself as Chris ha- as Skeeter Hansen to the uh, to the pedophiles. You have uh, Massachusetts Pred Catcher. I think Dad's Against Predators. Um, Colorado Ped Patrol. So they all have this similar Chris Hansen to Catch a Predator style uh, way about their channels, right? The same formula. You know, they do the work. They they pretend to be minor children online. And they have these conversations. A lot of the times they're very explicitly sexual conversations that the pedophile, that the pedophile on the other end of the screen is assuming is a child. I mean, y'all, it's sometimes, you know, usually they, they pose as 11, 12, 13, 14 year olds boys and girls. And it's some sick shit I've seen. Just fucking sickening. And the stuff they write, I mean, good god. And so Quebec arrested this these group, this I think it's five or six of them they arrested from this pedophile hunting group, you know, people that are just going hunting on you know pedophiles online gathering the evidence for the police. They arrested them. They said that it was because of a public outcry, right? You know, I talk to people outside of this podcast, and I'll tell you flat out: uh, if you go around telling people that you hunt pedophiles, I, I did it one day as an experiment, right? I just tell people, "Yeah, I hunt pedophiles," right? Just no, no, no other context. Just uh, yeah, I hunt pedophiles in my off time, man. Would you not believe the overwhelming support you'll get from the public when you tell people that shit? That's why when people go and do this, look, I, I get that there's some people that do it because it's an ego rush for them. You know, I have I have a lot of people who I, I respect and talk to and they say, look, you got to watch out for certain people because they don't do it to really help kids. They do it because, it, you know, it, like I said, boosts their egos and whatnot. And I said, OK, thanks for the advice, And I can get that on some people. That's so why I kind of like the Wolf Project, because they're not out there to go and just out the pedophiles publicly. They're letting the cops go and arrest them, right? They're just gathering the evidence so that they give it to the, to the police department, the sheriff's office, or whoever, whatever law enforcement agency it is, and they have the evidence to prosecute against somebody. That's what I like about them. But these other groups, they do it online, and they share it out to everybody, right? And they got massive followings. People get to know people in your area, right, that are monsters, that want to rape kids. I mean, that's essentially what it is. It, you Molestation, whatever you want to call it, but it's fucking rape. And in Quebec, they decided to arrest the people who were trying to help protect kids, but not prosecute the fucking pedophiles. Just let that sink in for a few seconds, y'all. I'm just being caught, kind of silent for a few seconds. Yeah. They want... To arrest the pedophile hunters, but not the fucking pedophiles. Now look, I don't know all these individuals' cases that they listed off. Apparently, in 2016, there was a woman that took her life after they caught her and uh, spread her story all over social media. Well, I'm gonna tell you like this: If you're going out there to, to fucking come meet a kid and, and rape a kid and everything like that, uh, boo fucking who? I guess if that was the case. Now I don't know per se personally. I just know that if that's the issue, if that, in that instance, if you were out there to go to meet a kid, you go and fucking off yourself because you got caught and your life's fucking ruined. Well, fuck you. Your life should be ruined in the first place because keep your fucking hands to your goddamn self is my opinion. Leave kids alone, you know. Sorry, I got a little loud there. Um, Like I said, I'm fucking pissed. They arrest and this is how they arrested them, y'all. So because of the nature of their work, when people take, you know, create photos and everything like that to send to these fucking monsters, they edit them to where they look like underage children. And because they do that, it's considered uh, child pornography. Even, I, I mean, I don't even know if the kids were, you know, if these people, these adults were even naked or not. But they they consider it child pornography. Canada's fucking weird, y'all. I ain't gonna lie to you. Canada has some, has some uh, it's becoming more of a, fucking dictatorship faster than we are you know an authoritarian tyrannical government faster than we can be that's what they want to go on right they want to go on under that they also went under false imprisonment or false confinement is what they called it or forced confinement i should say uh when i watch a lot of videos now i haven't watched creep catchers but i watch a lot of the other videos especially the ones based in america they're free to go these fucking monsters are free to go. They are free to go, and once they go, they said, "Well, hey, you know, you're free to go, but we're gonna turn us all over to police if you don't talk to us." Oh no, 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 no! Don't do that. Well, well, let's have a conversation. Some some of them will actually say, "Hey, look, you know, you're if you wanna uh, if you don't want us to turn us into the cops, we need somebody that, you know holds you accountable. Let's talk to your wife. Let's talk to your mother. Let's talk to your brother. Let's talk to somebody that's gonna hold you to fuck accountable." In all honesty, I don't care if they keep their word on that issue or not. I hope I hope they actually break their word and still turn that shit into the police. Most of them do. That's the thing, y'all. These fucking monsters don't need fucking safety. They need accountability, and they need people to understand where the monsters are in their, in their communities, right? I mean, yeah, you got some that are on the nation, you know, on the sex offender registry, and that's good. I'm glad it's there. There's organizations out there trying to take down the sex offender registry. And I'm not going to say everybody on there is a fucking pedophile and everything like that or a rapist or anything, but a majority of them are good solid majority are either pedophiles rapists peeping toms people that were they'd become the monsters that we know that i talk about on this podcast so yeah fuck them life's hard for them when they're on the registry well yeah no fucking shit you don't go around you don't go around fucking peeping on women you don't go around fucking touching kids or raping kids or raping men or raping women you don't fucking do that shit point blank And if you would learn those lessons early on, hopefully by listening to this podcast, pedophile that might be listening, you would know that people don't fucking tolerate that kind of shit. Good people don't. And people are starting to notice how the law isn't protecting their fucking children. So guess what? Some people are, when the law fails, people are taking it upon themselves to police their own community. Well, you know, the, The cops in Quebec said they don't want people to take justice into their own hands. Well, you know what? If you were fucking prosecuting pedophiles instead of fucking wasting your resources and times on pedophile hunters, motherfuckers wouldn't have to do this goddamn shit. I see it here. I see it everywhere across this country. Y'all move so goddamn slow on fucking pedophiles and shit like that. It's un-fucking-believable. Do you not understand why people hate pedophiles? It's because of the scars they leave on their children. The fucking scars they leave. Y'all, it sickens me. It sickens the fuck out of me. To no end and no avail. I, why? You know, because when I read that article, you got to read in between the lines too, right? Like when they said the public was tired of it. What public? You know, you mean the families of the fucking pedophiles are tired of being, you know, are tired of them being harassed? Maybe they should have held their family members more accountable. And it's mostly men. And you know what's even worse? It's mostly white men. I don't know why that's worse, but... I don't know what it is about an an older, white, male pedophile. But it makes me just want to... Hypothetically, I guess. Hypothetically, in a situation, just beat the shit out of somebody. Them in particular. Really all pedophiles, I just want to beat the fuck out of. Most days all days every day but yeah I don't know it's just why do they fucking do this it's not like they I mean do they do they do it so often that they don't get caught and they think that you know nobody's looking do you not know that more and more pedophile hunting hunting groups are growing each and every day because people are tired of seeing it in their community here's the problem with law enforcement not really law enforcement per se, but the justice system, when y'all fail to protect our children, these good men and women are going to rise the fuck up and do it themselves. And you know what? You don't like vigilante justice. You don't like motherfuckers taking the law in their own hands. Well, guess what, Buttercup? We don't fucking like it either. We pay y'all to fucking do it, and y'all don't do jack fucking shit. So maybe, just fucking maybe, if y'all have done y'all's fucking jobs... Maybe just maybe if you'd let the public know how fucked the laws are so that when we go and vote and shit, we can vote these fucking assholes out of office and get actual real laws put in place to help save our kids, we would actually fucking do that. But you don't give a fuck about community relations now, do you? Do you? Because you got to protect your fucking buddies in office. Yeah, I fucking said it. You protect your fucking buddies in office. And you don't let us know what the fuck they're doing. Because in turn, they help y'all out. So it's a cycle of everybody circle jerking fucking everybody, isn't it? Oh yeah, y'all, I'm not pulling no fucking punches today. Fuck these motherfuckers. Y'all want to sit there and fucking hunt, and, uh, you know, arrest fucking pedophile hunters and everything like that, but not the fucking pedophiles? Fuck you. OK, let me tell you something. If it was me and you have to fucking take me in, you're not taking me in alive, motherfuckers. How about that? I'll tell you all that flat the fuck out. You're not going to take me in motherfucking alive. Oh, I I got a case of the fucking red ass. I am just fucking pissed. As Woody Overton would say in his podcast, Real Life, Real Crime, I'm fucking livid. All right. I'm fucking livid because of all the stories that I fucking know. Because of how heinous this shit really is. I'm fucking livid. Boy oh boy oh boy oh boy. They will find a way to arrest motherfuckers they don't like. Let's just say it like that. Right? So they don't arrest pedophiles. Well, you need evidence. You need that. Look I understand that some of y'all are going to be calm and rational. And try to explain to me the justice system and everything like that. And I. I want that perspective at the same time though. This is what I'm seeing. Right? This is what a lot of us are fucking seeing. And we all talk to each other. People talk to one another... And they're seeing what's going on... And the fucking downhill slope... That our country's going down under. Not just with child rape and pedophilia... But all other aspects as well. We're tired of it. Good people are tired of sitting by... And not saying anything. Because they see that they're not heard... They see that a government is doing things to fucking punish them. I see it on both sides of the political spectrum, y'all. I see it from both fucking sides. And the one rallying cry that I can see both sides united under is fighting pedophiles protecting children. I'm going to tell you flat out. I read another report that said the UN is calling for all countries within, its, within the United Nations to try to decriminalize pedophilia. To make it more socially acceptable You heard that The UN wants people Wants countries To decriminalize pedophilia So these fucking monsters Can keep raping your babies And do it legally I don't want to live in this world If pedophilia is a legal thing Flat out I don't want to bring children To this world If pedophilia is a legal thing For some of you that have children already It's a scary fucking time to be in I understand This fucking pedophile hunter is tired of it. I'm sickened. Fucking absolutely sickened with how these these governments are, are trying to do to people. And to our children. We're starting to see this outline of what they have for us. And what they're doing to our children. Y'all have to wake up and understand that there is a lot of shit about to go down in the next couple of years. The shit that, I hate to say this, old crazy Alex Jones was talking about. Some of it's starting to come fucking true, right? Or I'll give you even a better answer. I'll give you a better result than that. Go read 1984. The book 1984, right? Go read that book. Compare it to today's standards. Think there's some similarities there? Think we might have a few similarities with 1984, right? It's a bit of a... Bit of a chew. Bit of a lengthy read, but... Or go watch the movie, I don't know. But compare it to this day and age. Wasn't very far off the mark, was it? almost dead on exactly dead on to a point so why do I talk about all these different fucking issues I rambled on to all these different things because it's showing that there are governments in place that don't give a fuck about your kids alright now let me take a side step on something for for a moment to let y'all know how I feel about law enforcement I know in my heart and in my experiences, there are good, decent, heroic police officers in this world. Okay? I know they are. Men and women alike. Okay? Sweet, loving, caring, compassionate fucking people. I know there is. Here's the problem. Y'all have been silent for too fucking long. And I understand why you're silent. You're silent. Because if you do speak up and speak out, it's not just your job. It's your ass. Right? It's your life that they can take from you. And to those officers, I understand and I feel for you because nobody serves to have their lives threatened for standing up for what's right. Just like these pedophile hunters having their freedom threatened for standing up for what's right. I would really would wish law enforcement would have a program in place. I wish they would have had it already, or work with programs in place that can allow people from the public to be background checked and everything like that, trained, and all these other different things to be able to go, right, to go and help out and volunteer with law enforcement to catch these fucking assholes, to catch these pedophiles. I would love for that to happen. And it can if your administrations wanted it to happen. You don't need all the extra money on manpower. Maybe a little bit of training. But man, how many people would go and dedicate their time for fucking free to help y'all catching these baby rapers, right? Hundreds in each of your area would. Dozens would have the follow through and commitment to stay in it for as long as they can mentally. That's realistic, y'all. That's a realistic thing that can happen. So to all the law enforcement people that listen and I know I have no hate toward you my hatred and my angst comes from the fact that you have police departments who make you look fucking bad you have DA's and prosecutors who make y'all look fucking bad you have people in positions of government that make y'all look fucking bad and allow this evil to reign in our streets I think back when I listened to the first episode of Real life, real crime. The podcast, Woody Overton. I know, I know, I talk about him a lot, y'all. I talk about him on TikTok a lot. I talk about him on Facebook. I talk about him here a lot more lately, especially because he's what his podcast is what inspired me. Right, an ex-cop, an ex-detective, inspired me to go in this direction. He had to fight. Okay. He had to fight to get four aggra- aggravated rape charges. On David Constance. That first episode. They weren't even going to give him. They weren't going to give David Constance. Aggravated fucking rape. But the fact that he told that grand jury. What was going on. And that he's been doing it for fucking years. It pissed people the fuck off. David Constance got four life sentences now. Old double clutch. David Constance. Because Woody Overson. Spoke the fuck up. I believe in my heart. That's the only fucking reason. David Constance will never be released out of prison. Because guess who's out of prison right now, y'all? Who's been out of prison for a little bit? Christina Constance, his wife, got out on parole. She's free and walking the fucking streets. After she raped her son. After she raped a couple other kids. That we all knew about. Ain't that some shit? You know, the fact that if it wasn't for Woody speaking up, David Constance might have been out in Livingston Paris as well. Scary thought, ain't it? For any of you that are local listeners, you know exactly who I'm talking about. If y'all don't know who I'm talking about, go find Woody Overton's story. You can, and if you're on Spotify, you can go look up Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast. Right, Woody Overton. Go, uh, I think it's, I think it's either all the way at the top or all the way at the bottom of the list. It's the very first episode, though. Uh, Double Clutch, David Constance, and Christina Constance. Yeah. That was his very first episode. Horrific fucking case. Before Denny Perkins, David Constance was the gold standard of monster in Livingston Parish. I mean, him and his wife both, but yeah, David was just a fucking piece of shit. Still is. Nice old church man up in Angola. He's a Bible man over there. Fuck you, David Constance. I hope my shit gets to be played up in Angola just like Woody's does too. Hell, maybe maybe y'all might know a convict or two that's in prison that needs a podcast listened listen to with one of them phones they got. love listening to my shit. Fuck you, David Constance. And Christina Constance, if you ever listen to this in the free world, fuck you too. You ain't right in the fucking head? Well, motherfucker, you still ain't right in the fucking head. Y'all, I know I kind of went a little off the rails on this episode because it was really originally about Quebec, you know, hammering down on fucking pedophile hunters, but man... You can see where a motherfucker gets angry, right? When you start seeing all the shit around you. And you start seeing what they're doing. And how they're just... Uh, I don't know. What I do know is, though, is that... uh yeah, Quebec, if you're worried about pedophile hunters but not pedophiles... Well, fuck you. Uh, people are tired of being nice. They're tired of letting y'all fuck over good people. All I can tell you, Quebec... Keep your kids fucking safe because the cops sure as shit fucking don't over there. They're not going to give a fuck about your children. That's why you have Gary Ploche's. That's why you have Marianne Bachmeier's, Levi Axtel's, Nellie Esler's other world. Interesting names? Go look up, y'all. I actually did an episode on Marianne Bachmeier and Levi Axtel. Very close together. Um, Episode 43 for Marianne. I think episode 44 was for Levi. It was called Duck, Duck, Moose. Curious of why, why I picked the title, huh? Go listen to that story, you'll find out why. But yeah, to say I'm a little hot tamale is an understatement for sure. But yeah, folks, I just want to tell y'all, thank you. And I'm glad to know that I'm not alone in this fight. I'm glad to know that there are people that are actually calmer than me, (laughs) y'all. Not everybody's as bloodthirsty as I am toward pedophiles. And look. There's a lot of things that're gonna keep me grounded, right? I'm not just gonna go on some fucking killing spree or anything like that. Part of what I do is to help survivors share their stories on my my you know my platform, and that's what I want to do: share those stories, those experiences, and also highlight people who help and fight to protect kids as well. On top of it, and other forms of trauma out there, that we knew nothing of. A lot of you probably would know not would have never known nothing of the TTI, the troubled teen industry, if it, if I hadn't had those interviewees on my on my podcast right how heinous is and yeah even though i talk about a few places there are thousands of them everywhere it's sickening it's sickening the stories that i uh, hear um there's some i can never share on this podcast because it's just how horrific they are and if you're thinking to yourself well, god damn jeremy if i mean you, you talk about child rape and shit like that what the fuck's more horrific than that Okay, and I'll answer that question for you if you're gonna have it in the back of your mind. Cannibalism, child cannibalism. Now, do you see why I don't share some a lot of fucking stories, or every fucking story I come across? I don't give a fuck who you are. Nobody needs to hear what I fucking hear, what I fucking heard on that issue. I should, I, out of principle, I should tell the the story that I know about that, but I can't. It's fucking horrific, y'all. And I got to figure a way to fucking make it to where it's not as horrific. Because I'm not trying to sensationalize shit. I'm not trying to shock value any of you. I'm just not. I'm trying to wake you to fuck up. And what if somebody comes on my podcast, the first episode to hear about is child cannibalism. Well, you know how fucked up that would be. That's something. you know, that, that, that ain't something you just go and start talking about. And I know a survivor, multiple survivors, that had to endure shit like that. It's a sick fucking world, y'all. And it's in this country. It's in the good old US of A. Guess who's connected to it? Actions of our government. That's all I can say. Some stories I just can't fucking share. And some, they just... You know, some people are just too scared to share their their experiences. And some, we're just waiting for trials to be over with. That's why you don't hear every single story I hear in the background. Behind the scenes. But yeah. That other one I told you, yeah... Um, That was fucking heavy to hear. I'm not even a a survivor of any of this. And I was triggered, right? I was fucking triggered by it. But I understand how important it is for a survivor. Or I should say however, not but. Because every time you say something with but, it's all bullshit. And this ain't bullshit. This is how I actually feel. I understand survivors need a safe place. They need an opportunity to share their stories and they needed to do it with somebody they feel they can trust, and and trust the fact that they're not going to be so heavily triggered. And there's times where I can take that that individual story, those or those individual stories, I should say, um, in microdoses. I can't take them all the time, but I'll listen to them in microdoses because it's important for that person, and it's important that somebody believes her, and it's important that somebody believes the other hers that I know as well. They're all ladies i've I've heard the story from, so i don't I don't know how I feel about sharing that on the podcast i that's why there's some things I just don't share on here. why pedophilia is so fucking evil, you know because of the heinous things I've heard that were done to these people and the scars they continue to carry in their life. That's why I hate pedophilia with a passion. That's why pedophiles don't deserve breath. That's why if you hurt a child, it's better for yourself to, throw your, to tie a millstone around your neck and throw yourselves into the sea like Jesus said. I think Jesus was real and I think he knew how sick and depraved humanity can be. And of all of the depraved acts in this world, pedophilia and child rape is one of the sickest ones he, I guess he ever foresaw amazing ain't it murder you think murder the taking of a life you know what some of these people have told me they'd rather would have been murdered than what they went through like they they would hell some people have tried to kill themselves because of what they went through because they can't take the pain of it that death would have been a sweet release and a blessing to them that's how a lot of them feel i don't know y'all i just know that it's horrible it's heartbreaking and for a government and a a police force to want to arrest people that want to fight against these monsters um, instead of work with them, guide them, help them. You know, because nowhere in the article that I read did they ever say they tried to help guide these individuals. They just told them to stop it. You think good people are just going to sit by and stop while their kids are getting raped? No, they're not. And even with the Wolf Project, they get pushback. They get people who refuse to prosecute. Even with To Catch a Predator with Chris Hansen, That prosecutor, right, that DA that was caught with child porn on his computer and soliciting two minors, two minor boys for sex, right, the one that shot himself all them years ago, he spoke so fucking out and against Chris Hansen being in his area. And, gee, I wonder the fuck why. And his family, instead of recognizing that he was a monster, who had a high position in society. A district attorney position. What did his wife fucking do? Sue Dateline NBC. Sue Chris Hansen. For trying to sensationalize and get ratings on, on on his story and everything. First off, it's a fucking television show. Secondly, it's addressing some of the evil things in this world. And thirdly, maybe if your husband didn't try to fuck kids, he wouldn't have got caught. You fucking twat. You fuckers in power, keep thinking that you can lord over us. Shit's going to pop off one day on y'all. There are 10,000 of us to every one of you in power. And I'm going to tell you something. You might have the military and their drones and high-tech weaponry and everything like that. But you ain't got enough fucking drones to take us out. You ain't got enough fucking tanks to take us the fuck out. You ain't got enough fucking military personnel to take us out because once you start trying to take out the American people them fuckers, about 80% of them are going to turn on you with all the knowledge and training they have and all the veterans in this world that are still active fucking individuals they have all the knowledge and training as well and there's former police officers who also stand against your bullshit and your tyranny you'll be fucked you'll be a bloody fucking civil war but you'll be fucked now, I normally don't go on anti-governmental rants and shit like that. I haven't done it in a long fucking time. But I see it, you know. I see what's going on. And a lot of other people do, too. And I'm sure there's somebody out there that's a little more articulate than I am myself. I don't know. What I do know is, is that people are done allowing this evil to flourish. They want to keep children safe, point blank. Because it's incumbent upon us in this world to give children a safe childhood. It's our duty to do so men and women alike La- ladies flat out we can't do it without y'all we need y'all with us can't be all men and it ain't all men either a lot of ladies out there that i respect and adore and admire flat out so look i'm gonna end this episode but i want to talk about a few announcements so if you're not really for the announcements i understand but i would love for you to just stay tuned for these announcements please first off i want to thank each and every single one of my listeners, right? You know, I love you all so much. And the podcast is continuing to grow more and more, bit by bit, each and every day. And I'll tell you all what helps me out the most. So if you're on Apple Podcast, if you're on Spotify, CastBox, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, wherever the fuck you listen to this on, there's a share feature. I would love for y'all to share this to wherever you have social media at, right? Whether that's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, it don't matter. Share it somewhere on your social medias. If, if anything, share the interview store interviews that I do more than anything else. Solo episodes are great and all, and I appreciate them. That If you share those two. But honestly. I, if, if I wanted to give any priority. It would be to the survivors. That I'd want to give priority to first. Share those stories. Please for the love of God. Share them. I'm not on the YouTubes yet. I'm going to be on there eventually. But. You know. Share this. Out there. Share this out there. To those individuals. You know. On social media. Please, just click on that little icon that shares it, and those little three circles with the lines connected to it. Just please share it on there. Copy link, post it on your on your social media. It would help. Spread the message out there. Spread these interviews out there. People need to hear these stories. If you haven't, if you liked what I talked about today, which good on you. It's not a normal episode, right? It was a bit of a very heated rant and I just off the cup, you know, first first time ago, right? I don't even think I'ma edit the fucking thing. Um, hit that follow button, right? Well, listen to my interviews. If y'all haven't left a review on Spotify, please leave one as well. It's important, it does help. Be honest, I don't care if it's one star or five stars. Just leave a review. It would help me out tremendously. Or if you're on Apple or, or whatever, wherever you're listening at, leave a, leave a review. It helps. It pushes through the algorithms, right? And my Apple peeps, love y'all. Thank you so much. Uh, y'all are the majority right now, and that's great. I appreciate it. But you know what is even uh, cooler though? <laughs> How fucking that's so fucking corny. Look, here's the deal. So. On Spotify, I can interact with y'all more so than I can on Apple because I don't have Apple Podcast. I'm just hooked up to it to set up to distribute, but I don't know how it works. I don't. My wife has Apple Podcast. I have an Android. Yeah, I know. Unga bunga, unga bunga. I have an Android. I'm caveman. I know. Whatever. Y'all can make whatever jokes you want about me on that one. Uh, but I love my Android phone. So sorry, I'm not giving up Android. Sorry. Uh, you can interact with me on Spotify, though. I do polls. I present questions on some episodes. And I think you would, um, you know, if you want to interact in that kind of way, you can. If you, But if you want to interact, interact <laughs> tongue tied, interact even more so, uh, we have a Facebook group called A Man Apart Podcast. And I'm on TikTok, A Man Apart Podcast. Now, look, I got other social medias as well there's an Instagram and a Twitter and Clapper. Um, out of those three, Clapper would probably be the, be the one i check the most. Um, As far as the least used social media, <laughs> The most of the least used. Yeah, that's how I'm going to say that. And TikTok is, of course, the most used because it's the most interaction. You get everybody's on there. Fuck. Um, everybody loves old Tiki Taki. So, uh, Man Apart Podcast, you can find them all on there. Look, if you need to reach out to me, TikTok's the best. Facebook's the second best. Uh, really those two I check daily. So, But and if you go on Twitter and say, well, fuck you, Jeremy. You're a piece of shit. Yada, yada, yada. Your podcast sucks. It'll probably be about a month before I see that. So if you really want to get my instant angry reaction from it, go on TikTok and say that shit. Leave a comment. I dare you. I fucking dare you. <laughs> no, um a lot of people leave a lot of love and a lot more love than hate for sure. And so I appreciate it. And I just want to tell y'all from the bottom of my heart, thank y'all for being such an awesome community that's growing with me. There's so many of you that I I could thank. I could probably take about two or three hours just to thank publicly. Um, I'm not going to go that route because we've already been 50 minutes in now, but y'all I'm getting more interviews scheduled down, down the line. Um, We're going to have some pedophile hunters as well. Nice segue, right? Bitching about governments fucking over pedophile hunters and then I have pedophile hunters on my podcast, right? You're smart, Jeremy. And look, it could play out like that. It could not. I'm still talking scheduling-wise with with a couple of them. And um, some interesting stories to come down the road for sure. So just stay tuned for that. You know, by the time this drops... It'll probably be a couple weeks after I've already recorded it, so uh, hopefully I'll, I've already recorded those episodes. If not, well, oh fucking well, I guess, right? Uh, shit happens. People have jobs and careers, you know. Everybody thinks you're making all this big YouTube or TikTok money. I, don't, I haven't seen a fucking dime from TikTok, so I don't know what y'all are talking about. Uh, as far as big money from this podcast, uh, shit, I could probably go get me a nice little fast food meal somewhere with all the... Fixings, you know, I can, I can supersize my fucking fast food meal, but as far as living off of this, no, there are no advertisers. Uh, not to say that I'm against advertisers that you want to advertise, fuck, come advertise with me. Shit. Well, we'll let's talk something it's working out. Let's we'll work it out. I make some fucking commercials. People like to hear my voice, I guess. I don't know. We'll do something. Fuck. Um... And if not, that's fine too. But hey, look y'all, if you haven't checked out the other podcasts that you should check out, there's a couple of them I just want to mention off the top of my head. Obviously, Real Life, Real Crime, Woody Overton. It's one of them. A new one that I've been listening to. It's not really new. It's been around for a little bit. But I found it the other day And because people are sharing the stories on social media. It's how this works. It's how somebody's gonna find me, right? Um, Kelly Jennings, unspeakable. Now she goes into some topics on the criminal justice side of it all, and she's a criminal justice teacher. She had a background in law enforcement as well. All these old cops, you know, ex cops sitting there starting podcasts, man, that's some shit, ain't it? I'm gonna tell you, she's colorful. She's very, uh, she she has a very cool vibe and uh, some interesting. Uh, Perspectives on different things. Her first episode was actually covering about the Columbine school shooting, so worth checking out for sure. Uh, she merges them in, which and I'm gonna tell you, for somebody that's doing a podcast, man, she did her fucking research on how to make one really good. Uh, I gotta say, props to her, cause she did three episodes where she merged them in all seamlessly. Kelly, I just want to tell you, props on you, girl. Keep, keep, keep the fuck at it, it's Kelly Jennings. You know, unspeakable podcast, um, or unspeakable by Kelly Jennings, however you want to say it. Also, another one, uh, surviving abuse by David Keck. one of the first podcasters I met uh, when starting my podcast, and uh, just loved David to pieces. He's a he's also a survivor who wanted to help other survivors on their healing journeys, so. If you want something with more of a positive message at the end, I would say give him a listen as well. Love his work, I love what he does, and he does help survivors of different traumas. Specifically though, uh, domestic violence, rape, the trouble teen industry as well, just all different kinds. His podcast has grown leaps and bounds as well. Which, hey. Congratulations. I'm proud of you because he does do a good job editing his podcast and he does a good job talking about sharing his guest stories in a way that's not not as rough as I do. So I, you know, I'm not going to say, like you know, I mean, it's just he's more polished, right? That's what I guess I'm getting that man's more polished. Love him. David, I love you. And you ever seen David's eyes? Man, he's got he's he's got the prettiest eyes on the internet, all right? That's the prettiest eyes. <laughs> That's an inside joke between me and him. Man, if you've been on a couple lives with us, you know I make that comment or I say that to David. Just to give him a good old laugh and everything. But, yeah, you know, love you, David. Hope you're doing good, okay? Well, look, y'all. Y'all be safe. Y'all take care. And, um... Have a good day. Protect all children even if they're not your own. The Bowman see. And the Bowman never forget. I love y'all. Bye.